Don't do it. Don't don't hit the button. I know you want to hit the skip button. That's what podcasts are great for because you can see the ad coming and you're like, I'm going to just skip this. Skip, 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 skip and get onto the aftercast, which I love that. I'm glad you like what we do. But just for a minute, don't hit it. Take your finger off the button. Don't hit skip. This is way more important than just some ad wanting to sell you something. We've partnered with uh, Food for the Hungry, FH, as the cool kids call them, and they do amazing work with children that are vulnerable all around the world and they get them the help that they need through people just like you. Yeah, and just think about this. A little over a dollar a day can help your sponsored child as well as other children in the community get food, a better education, clean water, and medical treatment. So you can help end poverty right now by visiting fh.org slash Wally Show. That's fh.org slash Wally Show. And the cool thing about this is A, it helps the child and the community be better because if you just have one child that's being helped, the community is still suffering and it doesn't create a sustainable long-term solution. So that's what I love about how FH works. But then the other great part of this is you get to interact with that child. You can formulate that relationship with them and you can write them and encourage them and because they have really hard lives. And so the fact that you get to be a little piece of Jesus to them every day is a gift. So thank you for, if you've made it this far, not hitting skip and maybe just go ahead and uh, pop on over to fh.org slash Wally Show and think about sponsoring one of our FH kids right now because every minute that we wait is another minute, week, year, month that these kids are waiting for someone to come in and help them as well. So check it out, fh.org slash Wally Show. Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. That's stuff we did not get to during the course of the show today, including uh, update on weekend plans that everybody, oh, you know, yeah. we said weekend plans on Friday, uh, and then we revisit them to see if they transpired. Did you do everything that you said you were going to do, uh, Betty Rock? Yes, I did. I uh, My roommate, she officially has moved out. Uh, we've got the place spick and span for my new roommate who is moving in. Starting this week, but carrying on into next week. It's nice that you didn't have to uh, uh, move again, like all yeah. of your stuff. Yes. That's really, really beneficial. And it's a win for us, too, because we would have helped. <laughs> really I know, right. I know. Helped gladly. <laughs> yeah, but like we didn't help Gavin, so uh, to make it fair, I probably wouldn't have helped oh. Betty this time. What? I got to make it fair. Know. I love you both the same, but I got to make it fair, Jeez. so sorry. Uh, but anyways, yes, I got it all done. I worked from, on Saturday, I worked from 9 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., and uh, only stopped for Chick Fil A. Oh well, there you go. That that checks out too. Like that's the only thing that could I feel like stop I deserved you. it. Yeah, I kind of like those days in a in a weird way because you work so hard for super long, but it makes the relaxing at the end when you sit down after the mm-hmm. day and you're like, man, I I did all that. And I feel like as I've gotten older, the more and more cleaning has come become therapeutic for me. Oh really? I really enjoy cleaning. My sister in law is like that. Like she loves mm-hmm. it and she does it all the time. And that's what she said. It's like therapy for her. Yeah. I'm like, come over to our house. My you wife, pay well. My wife doesn't therapy like that. <laughs> uh, Gavin, you went and saw two movies? Yeah, we did a double feature on Saturday. We saw the, the new did Space Jam. Did you pay Jam. twice? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It was like before 5 p.m., everything was like 30% off, though. Oh, so it wasn't, nice. uh, it wasn't too expensive. So we did uh, the what? first Space Jam. Was it any or the... good? No. Have you seen the original? No. no, I love the original. Okay, because it's got a killer soundtrack. Yeah, it's got a killer soundtrack. No they don't good. ask Michael Jordan to really do acting in this one. This mo- this movie was bad because they like they basically told LeBron James, or I think it's his movie, so he wanted to act. Sure, I guess. he did. So yeah. he acted in this movie, and it was bad. Yeah, he's trying to be Dwayne <laughs> the Rock such Johnson. A, there's such a gap between people who know how to act and 
like you know move their face in the right yeah. way and lebron james is just saying and lines how do you and, tell that to him oh, you yeah. know like there were probably people they were like he's painful like oh this is so <sighs> bad yeah. And what? How can you tell him no? Did, did did you ever see Trainwreck where he was in Trainwreck with the guy from oh, SNL? Yeah, like he has that one scene that's kind Bill of funny. Hayden. Bill, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he like has that one movies. scene that's kind of funny where they're talking about Downton Abbey, uh, and, and he did that. He did that pretty well, like in a small. Sure, give dose. him that little bit of yeah. You know, hey, like you know, go and crush this scene real quick. Be yourself. But yeah. this whole movie was. Him playing a character where he's just like not being the best dad to his son. Uh, he's got to save his son. Uh, blah, blah, blah. They had a couple fun with the basketball game. Got to save your son with the basketball uh, game. And the no. basketball game was weird because it wasn't really a basketball game. It was some new kind of game where you get style points and you can. Oh, just come all, on. The score was like 1,041 to 1,040. Oh, no. Don't ruin it for me. Darn it. Oh, no. Now I know who wins. Also, you have no room to talk. Why? You made me sit through Iron Eagle, where he saved the world yeah. through a Walkman. Yeah, it best is movie of all time. That's cool. Be- thank you, Gavin. No. Best best movie of all time. That that there is no movie better than that. Not even Top Gun is as good as Iron Eagle. What? Can't wait for Top Gun too. Now I know, I know. Top Gun Maverick. I'm so excited. What was the other movie you saw? Oh, we saw um, Snake Eyes. It's a, oh, a new adaptation of. Like, do you like remember G.I. Joe? Yes. So yeah, you've got yeah, yeah. Snake Eyes as the guy with yeah. the black mask and ninja was any costume. I actually thought it was really good. I was surprised. I thought it looked good. And then I saw a trailer the other day for the new uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. I, that I, confuses me. Yeah. I, I haven't even watched the trailer. I watched Birds of Prey on a plane. Oh, yeah. And I was surprised. Like I, I, yeah, I was surprised. I thought that was going to be worse than it was. I mean, it's not a it's not a wholesome movie. I didn't start to meditation, no. uh, but like I was like action wise and everything like that. I like I thought, oh okay, and story wise, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm kind of surprised. Why didn't you want to go see that movie Old? The new yeah, M- well, Shyamalan. I feel like we should. The three of us should go see that. Oh okay, together. I'll that do that. Be yeah, it'd be a fun movie day. Out done something like that. In That's a, while. a great idea. I think it's the last idea. one we did was The Invisible Man. Yeah. Great movie. Oh, was that it? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we saw Cold Pursuit years ago, too. That was terrible. With Liam Neeson. It's the worst movie ever. I, someone should have told him, this isn't worth it. No. And then we saw uh, It. Yes! You made me go see that because I hate scary movies. Oh, and then we saw that stupid one you wanted to see. uh, Fantasy Island. Island. Oh, that was so bad. That looked so bad. It was so bad. It had such potential in the idea. No, it didn't. It did. The idea was fine, but the execution was horrible. Oh, gosh. I I will give you that one. That one was horrible. We should go see the the old one. Yeah, I would go see the old one. Yeah, I I don't think Marty wants to see it. I think she's scared of seeing it. Oh, yeah, I think Haley's scared, too. Oh, good. That's perfect. We'll do a show. (laughs) You can sit in between us, guys. Gavin, okay, we'll hold thank your you. Hands. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh man! And so what? Is, so you did that. I I worked on uh, my guitar. I made a guitar. Cute guitar. Oh, don't start. So cute. We're gonna post a video it. and a picture of it. So yeah. be looking for that on our socials. While he's looking for a name, I said cutesy poopsie. Nope, and that's not. That it's like not. That is not sky. hitting no. well. Nope. Uh, no, not at all. Actually, because there's a lot of time in that. Um, <laughs> cutesy poopsie. Yeah. And uh, I looked at tiny homes for the first time, not to live in, but like as a, a investment thing mm-hmm. to rent. And and fascinating the idea. Like as a rental, I'm like, oh, that's kind of fun. You, mm-hmm. oh, I'll stay in this tiny home for a weekend. Like great. Like the place I went and looked at, they were like, yeah, Bill Murray stayed in one for two weeks down here uh, when his son was graduating from College what? of the South, which is a really prestigious uh, school. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, just the whole tiny home thing, like you have so much outdoor living and it's it's really kind of cool. 
But boy, howdy, I could never do it like on the regular. The people that like sell everything they have and live in 400 square feet, they're crazy. I would lose my ever loving mind. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't do it. Like as a vacation thing, fine, it's fun, but no. Do you think though, as your, but by yourself, you could? Uh, I do think it would be a hard space to share. Like you know, I, somebody, when I, somebody when I love, had like, a, a, a one bedroom to myself, yes, that one was not even six hundred square. Oh, feet. It wasn't even six hundred. No, I believe it was five. No, that's small. Really, it was small. I'm surprised it didn't feel that small though. That's good though. It didn't feel that small. I want to be able to live in a tiny home because I feel like if I can't, then I need to reevaluate some of the things that I own. Yeah, see, the problem is for me is like I like oh, building stuff. Point. Like, so I have a, I mean, my garage alone with all my you tools. You do that outside. You could just have I mean, like I'd, a massive shed. I, that's what I'd have to do, yeah. Have your tiny home. Let's yeah. say you couldn't, you weren't building though. If I wasn't building. And it was just you. And it was just me. Probably because the simpler, the better Yeah, uh, would be nice. Easier. Yeah, like to literally just have my laptop, um, you know, my television and a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, those would be good. Yeah, I, yeah, I left Sasha bedroom. out of the picture. She's not going to be here that much longer. That's She's so old. Rude. She had 10 teeth pulled. Bless Ten teeth. Heart. So that was that was a bad day. Kitty. I know because when I took her in, like, and I and I and we for the exam, and then they said, okay, we'll probably have to pull a couple teeth. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And so I go back to pick her up. I'm like, oh, how's she doing? She's like, oh, she did great. I'm like, how many teeth did you have to pull? Uh, and she goes, um, ten. I'm like, how many teeth do cats have? Twenty eh, something. Like, <laughs> you pulled half of her teeth. Like, really? Oh, geez, like, she doesn't eat dentures. sweets. She doesn't eat sweets. How did her teeth get so bad? I don't understand. But you're giving her wet food. And now I like am. She loves it. Yeah. I don't know. Should you keep giving her wet? I mean, no, it stinks. It stinks bad. Gosh, it's so bad. It I think bad. I will though, because she really likes it. Yeah, and she's been messing with her yeah. bad teeth for a while. Yeah. Bless her and heart. so she's so happy right now. Like She's like, I get tuna every day. This is yeah. great. It was worth all 10 take of my more teeth. Of my, take more. Poor take 10 baby. of my teeth and half my tail. I don't care. This is great. You know? <laughs> oh, poor baby. <laughs> yeah, she had a rough day. Uh, speaking poor of rough day, uh, Dr. Fauci is uh, saying that we are headed in the wrong direction with the coronavirus as a country. No. Uh, yeah, we are headed towards an unnecessary pe- uh, predicament with uh, cases rising and and there's always adjectives like soaring and things like that so i'm always never sure where the truth really is because i know their goal is to get everybody vaccinated to stem the pandemic and get back to normal but then you're like well if everybody now because they're saying they're reversing the cdc decision that the people even if you're vaccinated should probably start wearing a mask no. indoors again yeah good luck with that, doing that. and get in get that and whole it, shot thing for yeah. yeah, like that's not going to fly. throw my masks away. Yeah, <laughs> people will be like, I'm not, no, I'm just not doing that. I got vaccinated. I did what you said. That's enough. Right. And For so, a whole year. Yeah, Seriously. it'll be interesting to see because uh, they, they're blaming everything on people that are unvaccinated. They're like, well, they're all the cases in the hospitals. They're the ones that are, you know, causing people to die, blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I don't know. Again, you just never know what is truth and they wonder why people don't trust them you know that's Mm -hmm. the problem is they wonder why uh they people they have a low vaccination rate it's because you keep changing all the rules and you keep Mm -hmm. and you keep saying we're following the science but the science is changing so i understand people's hesitancy to say well i'm gonna wait and see how this shakes out unfortunately there was a uh, radio guy uh here in nashville uh phil valentine I've, i've listened to him for years uh, in the afternoon, and he was 
kind of like me in the, in, in the beginning, too. I'm like, look, I you do you. If you want to get it, get it. If you don't, don't. Uh, I don't trust everything that's been said, so I'm uh, you know on the non-vax side for me personally. But then I recently did, full disclosure, uh, recently went and got vaccinated because I've gotten lax in wearing my mask and things like that. So I figured, okay, I'm going to pose myself. Because I look at it as a thing of personal responsibility. You know, like if you're not going to get the vaccine, if the, if the vaccine truly does work, if you're not going to get it, then, you know, take your take your chances and I was fine with that or wear your mask or until you decide oh I don't want to do that anymore then get the vaccine whatever um, but he uh, apparently was like yeah my odds of getting it are so low which I, again I agree with like the odds of you getting it are not astronomical uh, but he didn't did get it mm-hmm. and apparently and he's older than me and he has a really bad case of it he's in the hospital and is having trouble breathing and stuff like that yeah, so. I, was, I was googling it and it yeah. said that he just released another statement it said that Phil would like for his listeners to know that while he was never he has never been an anti-vaxxer. He right. regrets not being more vehement, vehemently, vehemently, vehemently pro-vaccine and looks forward to being able to more vigorously advocate that position as soon as he is back on the air, which he will hope hopefully will be soon. Oh, yeah, because yeah, they released a statement. And his wife was like saying that, you know, asking for prayers for him and family and stuff. And he's, he's struggling through it. So, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things like for me too, like the the irony of, yeah, I'm not a fan of the vaccine. And then I could see myself getting it and getting sick like him. And then now mm-hmm. now you've got and that's like when I when I did get mine, then I, I was very honest about why I didn't before and why I chose to now. And and I and the reason I did that was like, that was my thought process. I'm not trying to influence anybody in one way or the other, but here's my thought process. Maybe it makes you think and you go one of two directions. Again, don't care. Um, but yeah, like I could see him now coming back and being an advocate for it mm-hmm. after you've gone through something that like wrecks your body. You know, sometimes you go, oh yeah, that maybe I was wrong, you know, mm-hmm. or what have you. So I could totally see that. What do you got, Lady Rock? We had a couple uh, good uh, things from uh, Lisa these. We did, but you said you might do one of them and yeah. then you didn't. And then I didn't. So, so I, could, I have the one that you told me to I'll start do. with yours and then maybe we'll see how we're doing. I might even have you do the other one. Okay, but just know I was not prepared for that. Gotcha. Alright, so the Cleveland Indians had announced that you know, they after 106 years uh, that they've had that name, they've realized that a lot of people are considering it a racist name. And I, this is what I don't understand about that. Like, because, like, when we pick mascots for things, we want strong fighting, you know, like, uh, you know, lions and tigers and the bears and, and, and people that we think are tough with tenacity. And so, to me, I don't see how that is a um, derogatory thing toward, like, the Florida State Seminoles. I mean, that's a group of or people. the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't see how that's, uh, like, derogatory. Gavin and I were talking about this the other day off the air, and you brought up the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah. Because they have changed their name to the Washable Foot- Washington Football Club, which I think is so funny. Um, <laughs> but I could see Redskins feeling more derogatory. It, yeah, that one definitely is more understandable. And, like, what the Cleveland Indians did was a few years ago they got rid of their... Chief uh, Wahoo, their mascot, because yeah. like the you know the logo and the, like it looked a little cheesy and a little silly. So it was cartoonish. Could, yeah. It was caricature. Yeah. And so again, I could see somebody maybe being like offended by that because mm-hmm. people are offended by everything. Um, but but the, just the word Indian 
is not derogatory. You know, I guess Native American now we have to say or what have you. But like, okay, so now we're the uh, uh, Cleveland Native Americans or whatever. So what did mm-hmm. they end up going with? Well, so Tom Hanks, they asked him if he would announce Great it. Choice. He made He made the announcement uh, this past Friday. And um, you can hear him say it yourself. Together we stand with all who understand what it means to be born and built from the land. Because this is a city we love and the game we believe in. And together, we are all Cleveland Guardians. The Cleveland Guardians. So if you're wondering where does this come from, where does this come from? That's an arena football name. The Guardians name comes from the Cleveland's Bridge statues called the Guardians of Traffic. Uh, (laughs) That is a very lame thing to be the Guardian of. So then this announcement hit Twitter and people went on Twitter saying that they already know who the mascot should be. It should be this raccoon with a toting machine gun from Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket yeah. raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that they'll be bummed if it's not him. And then uh, another player, Josh Wolf, said, if Groot isn't our mascot, I'll be disappointed. I Groot? I would be offended because, like yeah. Diesel voices in. If they oh. go with the raccoon, I'm, I would be offended because then it's like <laughs> it makes people think that raccoons are just violent. And, and we're guardians. learning from scientists yeah. on sharks yeah. that you can't call a shark attack, attack yeah. a, an attack because the thing is, is that it's giving all the responsibility to the shark. Right. It's a shark encounter. Encounter. Yeah. So you, you had a shark encounter. Look at my shark encounter. <laughs> yeah. I've got a big old leg missing <laughs> it's a, from a good old encounter. With I, shark. I think it was Stephen Colbert that had a joke about that too, where he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, that your husband had a shark encounter, uh, which led him to uh, have an encounter with death." You know, <laughs> like. It just, I just, oh my goodness. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. The world we live in. Like the end, and maybe, and like I had a whole debate last night with my daughter um, who is 22 and we were talking about Hamilton and because she's a theater kid. And we got, and she actually got like so, like I love her heart for equality. Like she got so like, upset she started crying about it you know and stuff and like i'm like so you take hamilton and you've got all these different races playing uh uh characters that were traditionally were historically white people and Mm -hmm. so they make this decision to not be accurate with the casting but to be more inclusive and i went that's fantastic i love that like that's great why does it have to necessarily just be that person it should be the best person for the job regardless of their race so i thought oh that's really cool and then we brought up the color purple and i said well you'll you know she goes well i could never be in the color purple and i said well is that fair though? Like, if if mm. if everyone can be uh, any race in Hamilton in that story, then why can't everyone be every race in the other story? And she got really upset. She's like, "Because it's not my story to tell, and 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 I've never lived on a life that's been oppressed and things like that." And I said, "I said I understand that, and I said I appreciate your heart. Your heart for this is beautiful, but I'm talking a bigger level. And like I'm like right now, you're looking at me like I'm racist, you know? But I'm talking about something that's so non-racist that." Everyone has the ability to play any part in any role and be anything. That's a perfect world. Right. And it's not reality. But I'm like, if you want to extrapolate it out from what happened with Hamilton, it should go the other way, too, to where every role is open to anybody. That's equality. I get what you're saying. I think, though, that 
when it comes to like the color purple or anything sure. like that, it's all about slavery, right? And it's about someone's pain, and that's and, and, not and, and that's something you don't want to take lightly or make it look like it wasn't as big of a deal. And especially because a certain race, the the white race was taking advantage of the black race. Right. And, and so you don't want the one that was taking advantage of one race playing that race. But yeah. see, the thing is, and I, and I understand and, that, and but Hamilton, if you truly not, want... If that's you, not pain. If you... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it is for George. Well, what was it? Hamilton? Hamilton. Yeah, for George Washington. Wait a minute. <laughs> Whatever that guy. Do you see the same but, thing? I mean, it was for sure. him for sure. But that is one man's experience. Where this is a whole group of right. people. I'm just saying that, and I understand everything you just said, and I do, and I le- legitimately I, I agree with that. But in but playing devil's advocate, to, yeah, I'm saying the big picture. Right. If, if you're it goes truly, for this one, then it should go for that one. Exactly. But when you start carving out niches of equality, because you could say the same thing happened with. White people and black people in the 40s, 50s, 60s, we carved out niches of what was equal, in our opinion, as white people, uh, as to what was good enough for being equal. And we said, you can't be this, you know? And so it's the same thing with this. You're carving out niches that say, well, you can do this, but you can't do that based on your race. And I'm like, that is the definition of racism. Yeah, you could have a, you could have like a black guy play, um, George Washington, but you nowadays you couldn't make a movie about Barack Obama and have a no, white, a no, white guy absolutely not. That definitely would be yeah, fly. absolutely, yeah. That would never in a billion years. But fly. they're also having this argument, and when he it, wasn't a slave, you know, you you know, so you, you but you couldn't do right. that. But they're also having this argument when it comes to people who are um, autistic or they're transgender. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like Bazia in movies, they're saying, "Hey, you're you're casting someone who hasn't even." had these issues you should cast someone who has i always thought it was fascinating that on the superstore show they had garrett who was in a wheelchair who was not crippled because like like that's a thing where i would figure you could find a crippled uh or Actor. i don't even know if crippled is the right term somebody please don't get offended i'm just uh, I'm, physically disabled yes a disabled i'm working my way through this talking physically off the cuff handicapped? don't go nuts um but so if if like that is an easier find to find someone who's an actor that has a disability yep. like that. You could make that case and go, boy, that'd be a good thing to have a real person that's experienced mm-hmm. this, play this role. And they're funny and things like that, mm-hmm. like an autistic character or someone that has someone playing somebody that has severe mental disabilities. That's harder to actually get that work out of someone that's not an actor. You yeah. know, does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. But they so did, I get it. But they did do that with that one movie that you liked with Shia LaBeouf and the yes. guy with Down Peanut Syndrome. Butter Falcon. Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, yeah. That kid was great in that, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand all of that stuff, man, and it and it's and it's just it's it's, it's tricky. It yep. is tricky. Well, like if you look in, but again, this is where you can never make everybody happy. If you look at um, the Heights, written by same guy as Hamilton, Lin Manuel Miranda, oh, and so he writes uh, this play about his Latino experience growing up in uh, Brooklyn or whatever. And so you're like, great, this awesome. Okay, so there's no white, very like maybe one white person in that. I don't care, whatever. It's your story about your experience and stuff. Like there might not be any. I don't know. Probably that woman at the apartment. 
Oh, no one else has seen this, right? Yeah. Oh, there's like one woman in that movie. Yeah. One so, white woman in that But like, again, that doesn't offend me because I'm like, you're telling a story of yeah. people. But that was not good enough because then people came at Lynn and the director and they're like, you did not have enough dark-skinned Latinos in there. You're like, dude, we just did a whole movie where there's one white person. Like, how is mm-hmm. that not moving forward? How is that not success? But now I don't have enough Afro-Latinos in here for your... No, I'm telling the story based on my experience. And at some point... You you gotta just let people tell some stories, man. Yeah. If Lynn Manuel Miranda can't yeah, catch can't a break, be good enough, yeah. like we're just that just reflects. Yeah, on no us one's more gonna win him at all, like a hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely, no one's gonna win. So anyway, but that was a real interesting thing. And it, this, it, while I was happy about my daughter and seeing her heart for people, yeah, that's great, and hearing her verbalize like why she's not bothered by it and and she's like i have advantages you know mm-hmm. and and because then we got into a whole discussion about white privilege it was quite the and this was all before we played canasta like this was well, all we sat down and we just i don't know how and i hadn't seen her like in a week and and we got into this and instantly got into this whole thing and that took about 30 40 minutes before we even uh cut the cards for uh canasta are you guys able to like go from that to like Easy, yeah, because I'll make That's her laugh. Simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. that with Haley. Like we do that. We'll we'll switch, flip the script, and be like, "All right, put a pen in it. We'll do something that makes us laugh, and we just move forward." Good. It, yeah, it's easy. It's kind of healthy to be able to just ignore things. Um, <laughs> so uh, you know what? I think that's going to do it, Rock. Uh, we don't need your other story. Okay. So thank well, you for good. having it prepared. I know you were ready. I know yeah. if I tossed it over there, you'd crush it. Yep. Yeah, Always so do. Let's do some birthdays. That right, we, we know got, was going to happen. We've got two of them. Get it. I hope they're great. Uh, Lynette oh, not wants Lynette. to wish herself no. a happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Lynette. Said, I'm a mom of three, perpetually nice. exhausted and getting through by the grace of God. Bless your heart. Happy, happy birthday yeah, from all of us to you. We wish you a happy birthday so we can party too. Hey, Lynette. Hey, um, Beth, uh, she wants to wish her twin sister, Gail, a happy birthday, saying she's a great sister and friend. Is, is wishing your twin sister kind of like wishing yourself one, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. So happy birthday to, to Happy Beth birthday, too? Gail and Beth. Uh, question, if you could only watch one TV show for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Mm-hmm. That's tough. It depends on where I'm at. If I am, if I am in a survival situation, let's, no, let no. Just think, you're in your life right now. This, your this life. is my life. This is it. Okay, this is my life. And you've only got one that. TV I know. show. I want something that's uh, got some some length to it, like a lot of episodes, and yeah, it's you, funny. Um, one show. Ugh. Mm. <sighs> This is us. No, I'm kidding. Oh, no. So <laughs> I know. I'm Sad just for your life. I just laugh at the characters now. It's funny to me. <laughs> Crockpots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, uh, I would. Mm, I think. Maybe Modern Family. Oh, that's a good one. I like Great Modern choice. Family. It makes me laugh. They've had a bunch Sorry. of episodes and some some really memorable stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Parks and... Well, no. See, See Park, Parks yeah. and Rec are The Office. I watch The Office almost every day still. Yeah. Like when it's, it's so on, because it's always on Comedy what, Central. What about your Alaskan shows? Well, that's if I was allowed to be in a survival situation. I oh, want those. okay. Because then it would be like a tutorial. <laughs> right. You know? But you're not in that. Yeah, where was that one on Skin and a Moose? You know, like, like I'd go back to him and be like, oh, well, if you picked The Office, you could go with the episode of Michael getting dropped yeah, Survivor off in the woods. Man, yeah. I've cut, cut my pants. pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then it has the duct tape back together. <laughs> uh, what about you, Rock? I think I would go with, gosh, because I have the same dilemma. I like all three of those. I think I'd go, though, with... I'm going to go with 
the office. Yeah, because you know the office for it. And, and I love it so much. I, I love all the characters, and I get attached to them. I think, I think, the, I think what I love about watching The Office now in retrospect of where we've come, you could not make that show today. Oh, no. Like, that show no. was so... And you didn't realize it at the it time pushed, on the edge, yeah. A lot, of, but subtly. But yeah. you you didn't like it pushed race stuff. It pushed um, Me Too movement stuff. It pushed yeah. all these things. And and they were obviously, I think they were they were writing it. They take a scenario that gets blown out of proportion and it gets to ludicrous level, and it's and it's kind of offensive. But the idea is to show the. Um, antithesis of that and and the not sarcastic nature of it but the um the paradox of it like yes it's behaving this way but mm-hmm. it's so stereotypical that you know it's not right you, and that shows light on this is oh, a normal person would think this you know do you think that it'll ever be taken off the air uh, i have a friend who thinks so and really? she she's got them on dvd because she was like there's a good chance that they'll be taken off the air because you won't see them anymore. I'm surprised like comedy, as long as cable still exists, because cable still gets away with what they want to get away with for the most part versus network. Mm-hmm. Um, you could never make that show on network. You could probably make it on, on you know, regular. Comedy Central. Yeah, have, have, either, have anybody seen Ted Lasso? I want to. No. On okay, Apple Because it's on Apple. They say it's wholesome. It, it really? They say, they say that it just is like a very, like, like he's a good guy, really. In, in okay. The show. So I do want to see it. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Gavin, your TV show. Oh shoot! I was like, I didn't know what we were doing for a second there. <laughs> what? I don't know. He panicked. I, I Am I being yelled at? Oh man. Oh, I think I'd go with Friends. That's my. Uh, I think that's been my go-to show where it's just like, oh, I haven't seen it for a while. I'll go back, just laugh every time. What is your favorite uh, character? Who's your favorite? Who's Joey. your favorite guy? Oh, oh Joey. 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 It's like it's like Joey slash Chandler. It's like so hard yeah. to choose oh, okay. sometimes, but I'll go with Joey. Uh, blue, blue, blue. I, <laughs> I think Chandler was originally the one that was like the main person that they were going to write things around, but then Joey's character, the buffoony actory guy, like he he brought so much to yeah. that, and it became its own thing, and I and he got way more popular than mm-hmm. I think he was ever supposed oh, yeah, to. No, he's the, what about the girl? Probably uh, Phoebe. Just Phoebe the, is the, my favorite. So unpredictable. Monica gets a little annoying. Tiring Monica and, annoying and Ross me. are both annoying yeah. to me. Yeah. And but you need them. They're siblings. Yeah. yeah and but you need them. I don't like them. Yeah. You need that. You need. It's kind of like watching The Bachelorette or The Bachelor. <laughs> you need that villain that you cannot stand to keep it interesting. All, all the guys this year are all broing out and they're crying when other guys get voted out. Like what in the world? <laughs> Uh, but the girls are so catty, and it's like you, you like. I always am like, oh, I'm so glad they're keeping that girl around. Like, you know, she should be gone. But I think the producers have their picks that they're like, okay, you can't get rid of this person or this person, you know, mm-hmm. this week because we still need them because mm-hmm. they're great. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I. That's what I think. So I, mm-hmm. you need that drama to make the story interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have a favorite episode? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> There's so many, and I'm not a I'm not like a pick and choose an episode kind of person. I like the later seasons, though. I think I don't I don't love I like, the early ones. I like when um, anytime Phoebe is there, I love anything to do with her. But when she does the, uh, she doesn't realize that the Nestle Toll House is where her grandma got the recipe for the chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was and it. Then, so. And then she finds out that she'd been lying to her this whole time. <laughs> oh, that was. So funny. I love the episode when Ross 
recounts like being mugged as a at a younger age, and then he finds out that it was Phoebe who oh, oh, really? mugged, mugged I him. That. I don't remember that. It's a also, really like, funny too, episode. When they go back in time, and Monica is so big, <laughs> they do and, that and then very well. Chandler has that flock of seagulls. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> so good. Oh <laughs> man, I, it's funny you mentioned like lying to my daughter. Um, I have all these little jingles that I sing to her, and I have since she was little. And like, so I, one of her, I have a million nicknames for her, and one of them is Boodle. Uh, and I don't even know where it came from, but I would go Boodletronics, Boodletronics, Supersonic, Boodletronics, because there used to be a song called Supersonic, oh, yeah. Supersonic. And so I, and so one day I was singing it to her, and then because it came on like on a commercial, and she just goes, "Wait, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute." <laughs> You didn't make that up? That's a song? I'm like, no. Like that's half so the funny. stuff I sing to you is a parody song of like just different things. She's like, Oh my gosh. I don't even I don't even know what to think right now. I had that same experience with sayings that my mom and dad both said. I thought that they had just come up with them Made or them they'd up. heard them throughout their life. But I found out a lot of them were through the Andy Griffith show. Oh, really? So oh, like for instance, they like if someone did something surprising, they'd be like, Oh, I never thought it of you. And that's from a ah, from uh, an Andy episode. Griffith show, yeah. And and then if you go overboard with something, you're like, oh, with all spies. Oh, oh really? I've never heard that one either. That's an Andy Griffith I've never heard reference. That. That's so great. And all these all this time, I just thought, oh, everybody says that. <laughs> that's funny. It's not. Oh, that's funny. Betty Lou, get away from us. Oh, I didn't even think about the Andy Griffith show. Oh, mm. yeah. You oh. can't think of it. It's too late. No, you, you have to watch I would have Sorry. Go back. I go back. Too late. You're stuck with it. It was hey, for life. Hey, if anybody life. wants to know what my favorite episode nope. is, I do. I want to tell you. I it's do. Opie the I, Birdman. I want to Opie tell you. Opie the Birdman. And it's so sweet. It makes me cry every time at the very end. You. It's so sweet. I have to tell you. Wink and blinking and not. Oh, really? That's funny. Well, that's what he names the birds. Oh, my mom, my grandma used to say wink and blinking and nod. Maybe that's where she got it. Oh my gosh! You're the same <laughs> nothing. Everything. Wait a minute. Everything. Nothing's original anymore. <laughs> everything came out of the Andy Griffith show. All right, that's gonna do it for this nonsense, and uh, we will do this podcast aftercast thing tomorrow.